Hello and welcome to another episode of the Body of Love podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Roberts. I'm a yoga and Pilates teacher and a wellness and body positivity coach. In today's episode, I really want to talk about something that's been on my mind lately, and that's this idea of thinness versus fitness. Today, it's often seen in the fitness or diet industry that fitness is being promoted as health. But what is fitness or health? Fitness is the condition of being physically fit and healthy. As you can tell from that definition, it says nothing about size, shape, or weight. But what we see is this idea of this version of the ideal health. And that's usually someone who's very thin, six-pack abs. They sit and in, fit into a size two, maybe at Lululemon. And it's about this idea of striving for this version of health and perfection. But does this ideal body really have anything to do with being healthy or being a fit and active person? So why is this ideal image or this perfect body or this idea of thinness as health being promoted as something that is healthy? That's because the fitness and diet industry is a $59 billion industry and they want to sell you something. They want to sell you an ideal because if they can get you to strive towards this ideal idea of perfection or an ideal body, then they have something to sell to you. The diet industry is feeding off of your insecurities and I'm here to call bullshit. So let me tell you what my idea of health and fitness is. To me, being healthy or fit is about moving your body in a joyful way. It's about connecting to and listening to my body's needs. It's about moving more as part of everyday activity, such as walking my dogs, or taking the stairs instead of the escalator or elevator, or dancing in my living room like nobody's watching. To me, health and fitness is about ditching diet culture and this idea that I have to look a certain way or weigh a certain amount on the scale in order to be accepted. To me, it's not about tracking my movement. I no longer track calories burned, distance covered, or any such thing. And as somebody who works in the fitness industry, this may sound absolutely insane that I would say these things. Like what? I'm telling you to not have goals. I'm not really actually saying don't have goals. I still think there's things that you can strive to and work to. But looking a certain way, being a certain size, or weighing a certain amount are not those things. In my own business, as a Pilates teacher and Pilates studio owner, I've often felt that if I didn't look what the expectation was of a Pilates instructor, that I wouldn't be successful, that my business wouldn't be successful, that I wouldn't be able to obtain the clients that I wanted. The more that I worked with this idea of accepting my body as it is helped me with to help my clients to do the same thing. And now I realize the people that are striving to look a certain way, to be a certain size or shape, are not my clients. I'm looking for the person who wants to move in a joyful way, to connect to their body. So I recently posted on my social media, particularly my Instagram accounts, 
asking you guys some of your experiences on this idea of fitness versus thinness. And I want to share an experience that I received from a fellow Pilates teacher who was told multiple times that she would never be a very good Pilates teacher until she lost weight. To me, that's absolutely absurd because I've seen this person move through videos that she posts on Instagram and her Pilates is impeccable. She can clearly be in touch with her body without having to look a certain way. Her movement on the Pilates equipment is just absolutely a beautiful thing to watch. So to me, being a certain size has nothing to do with your ability to teach or do Pilates. And I just want to say that telling that to somebody is fat shaming, body shaming, and that's totally unacceptable. I like to share the message that Pilates is for everybody and every body, regardless of your age, size, weight, physical, fit, you know, shape, fitness level, any of that stuff. It's in a, it is a method of movement that is accessible to every single person. And every exercise that's out there can be for any body. You don't need to lose weight to start these practices. Often when I talk to people, they tell me, well, I'll start my Pilates practice when I lose another 15 to 20 pounds. No, you need to start your practice now. Meet your body where it is, and your body is the perfect size that it is right now to start your Pilates practice. Your body right now is the perfect body to start any kind of fitness activity, whether it's walking, running, riding a bike, going to spin class, taking Pilates, taking yoga classes, whatever you choose to do in order to move your body, your body is ready to do that right now. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. And when I think about a Pilates teacher saying this to another Pilates teacher, this is something we would never say to a client. That is just simply not okay. To, to say that to another Pilates teacher is absolutely unacceptable. And I would like to share with you a story that happened in one of my Pilates classes about two years ago. And it kind of goes back to this idea about looking a certain way in that being what, you know, society is perceiving as the picture of health. I was teaching a Pilates class and it was a mat Pilates class at a local gym. And my students were pretty consistent and I had about a group of five to 10 that were pretty consistent. And their, age, their ages ranged from early 20s all the way into early 70s. I actually had a woman in my class who was 74 years old. The majority of these students would come every single week, and their Pilates practice was amazing. These women could do anything. They were strong. They were flexible. They moved with ease and grace in their bodies. So one day as I'm getting ready to set up for class, one of the regulars comes in and says her son-in-law is in town and he's curious about Pilates and he would like to come in and observe the class. To which I responded, nobody is going to observe my class. If he would like to come in and take the class, he's more than welcome to do so. So I invited him into the class. I talked to him, as I do all new students coming into my class, and asked about injuries, experiences, etc. To which he told me that he was an active military member serving in the Marines. 
And this guy was what you would think is the epitome of fitness. He was ripped. He was shredded. He was all muscle, no body fat at all. So in what we've gotten from society is this is what the perfect version of health is. This is what this guy looked like. So I told him to come and try the class. And he said, well, I was curious about Pilates. It's just a bunch of stretching, right? And I was like, mm, sure, come on in and find out. He was dying through the class. He couldn't keep up with my women who were in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. Even though he was new to the exercises, he didn't have the core strength to do the movements. It wasn't about not knowing the movements or about being a beginner. He wasn't actually physically strong enough to do the exercises. There are these women who were in their 50s, 60s, and 70s who maybe weren't perfectly thin or maybe had a little extra body weight on them, but they were strong, they were flexible, they were connected to their bodies. So it was a really good like, experience for me to realize that you don't have to look a certain way to be able to do this. And it is something that I like to share with people when they tell me they feel they have to lose weight or look a certain way in order to start a Pilates practice. And I almost didn't want to bring this up, but it is something that is kind of on my mind. And that is um, the celebrity biggest loser coach, Bob Harper, who recently, about a year ago, I believe it was, suffered a heart attack where he actually died. He actually died and then was in a coma for two days. I've listened to his story on other podcasts, so I've heard it from his own mouth. And, you know, here's somebody who is the epitome of health and fitness. He's a fitness coach. He's on a show to help other people lose weight. And he suffered from a heart attack. Now, he does claim that his heart attack had to do with genetic history, family history, and that is fine as well. But what I'm saying is that just because somebody looks a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that they are a picture of health. In fact, recent studies now show weight doesn't correlate to health at all. Fitness or looking a certain way is not necessarily mean that you are healthy or fit. Some of the studies recently are showing that you can be pretty much any weight and still be healthy because healthy really has to do about what's going on internally in your body. It's your heart and lung strength. It's your cardiovascular health. It's all of these other things that have nothing to do with your weight. Now, as a fitness instructor, it would be wrong for me to tell you that you don't have to work out <laughs> because if you're not working out, I'm not getting paid. But there are other ways to be healthy, and there's other ways to focus on being healthy. So some of the ideas that I have and I like to share with my clients on being healthy is to create your own version of what healthy looks like for you. Instead of trying to live up to this idea of what is being shown through social media on places like Instagram and Pinterest that this is what you have to strive for. You have to work out like crazy and, you know, eat a kale salad for lunch every day in order to look this way to have six-pack abs. You don't have to do that. What you need to do is create your own idea of what healthy is and what that looks like for you, for you and your own body. Secondly, I want you to think about ditching diet culture. Ditching this idea of starving yourself or not eating what you want to eat because you're trying to look a certain way. You're trying to 
see a certain number on a scale or you're trying to fit into a size two at Lululemon. I don't want that to be part of the reason why you move your body. I also want you to think about losing this idea of no pain, no gain. Your workouts don't have to kill you. If you are doing a workout where your body is screaming in pain and you're pushing through pain to finish the workout, you're not doing your body any kind of justice. If you are puking at the end of the workout, you need to leave and hit the door and find another way to move your body because that is just your body telling you something is not right and it doesn't like this. I want you to move in a way that lists that you can listen to and connect to your body. And by that, I mean when you're working out, really tune into what your body is feeling. How is the workout going for you? What are you feeling in your body at that moment? And I want you to think about moving more as part of your daily living, which I mentioned earlier. For me, that's walking my dogs. It's taking the stairs. It's little bits of movement throughout the day as opposed to one intense hard workout. And I want you to think about movement and doing what you love. Don't do something because you feel that's the workout that you need to do in order to look a certain way. For me, I used to be a runner. I used to do lots of half marathons. We trained for a marathon. And one of the things I really hated was running on the treadmill, which I call the dreadmill. But I would feel I would have to get these running workouts in as part of my training. Or I felt if I didn't burn so many calories by running, then I wouldn't be able to eat as much. But I hated running on the treadmill. So why was I pushing myself to do those types of workouts? It wasn't really till I found yoga and Pilates that I really discovered that I can move my body in a way that I actually really enjoy. Also, I want you to not measure your workouts. Even if you say workout three times a week, let one of your workouts be where you don't measure. You don't wear your Fitbit or your other fitness tracker. You don't track the distance that you've gone on your bike or on the on your run or your or on the treadmill. Don't measure the calories that you've burned. Don't measure your workout by the intensity level. Don't try to push yourself further. After I had reached out on Instagram, I actually heard from someone who told me that she tends to push through her workouts longer and harder than she's typically used to because she feels if she doesn't do a certain level of a workout as far as hardness level, that she may have to restrict her eating. So she feels like the more calories she burns, the more she deserves to eat. And I'm here to tell you that you deserve to eat. Your body deserves nourishment. And it's not related to how many calories you've burned. So try to let your workouts be not about measuring them. If that's a really hard thing for you, like I said, if you work out three times a week, make one of those workouts one where you don't measure. Let it be something where you're just moving your body to do something for yourself to connect to your body. Also, as far as your workouts, you won't be as bored with exercising if you can vary your workouts and try something new. So I want us to start reframing our thoughts about fitness. I want to reframe our thoughts on movement and activity. I want you to start to think that thinness does not mean fit. We have to detach movement from diet culture. 
our movement should be, again, about doing something that celebrates our bodies instead of punishing it. So we need to take away this idea of punishing our bodies in order to lose a certain weight. That's diet culture. That is somebody trying to sell you something. I want you to start thinking about moving for yourself and not for the opinions of others. Another comment I received on my Instagram post was that people would work out or do certain things because of the opinions they were getting from other people. They felt they had to work out because of things that were people are saying. And I'm here to tell you that nobody has any right to say anything about your body at all. I want you to start to think about movement in terms of doing movement to take it more to a positive mental place. Think about movement that you're moving in order to do things like combat stress, increase bone strength, increase your heart and lung strength, move to improve your mood, to increase flexibility, or to focus on balance and coordination. Those are all goals you can have for working out that don't involve losing weight burning a certain amount of calories, fitting into someone else's ideas. Being fit or healthy has nothing to do with weight, size, or shape. I highly recommend, if you're interested in this topic, that you check out the book Health at Every Size by Linda Bacon. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. This is a topic that's been on my mind, mostly because I do work in the fitness industry, and I'm trying to help others steer away from this idea that thinness relates to health or fitness level. So I really just wanted to share this with you guys today. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. I'd love to hear from you guys. So you can either comment in the podcast or you can reach out to me on Instagram. My business Instagram is Chris Roberts Wellness. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Body of Love. And remember, be happy and be well. Bye.